I'll just eat vegetables, but then vegetables, but then, um, Hello, and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. I'm Jeff, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael spend the lion's share of their waking hours debating locked-in combat, intellectual combat, over the top things that represent any certain topic, uh, the Mount Rushmore of any given topic. And this week is no different, um, but this week they have welcomed a guest here who's going to introduce that topic, and that guest is Mr. Scott Jones. Welcome, Scott. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff Hopkins. Hey, Scott, tell us what the topic is this time around. Uh, today's topic is the uh, the uh, non-Lego building toys. Okay, so what is a building toy? It's any toy that you build with, not to be flip with you. You burnt. But it wouldn't be a brick or a cinder block or masonry. Well, I mean, if you think that's a toy, then sure, that's a toy. You in, on your own personal Mount Rushmore, if a toy is a brick, I think your build is a. I think your beard is a toy. It's I'm a toy. Out. There you go. <laughs> Grabbing by the beard. Okay. So, so what? Uh, um, yeah. What? What? What inspired us to? I think maybe I'm the one who picked this. Am I? Am I? You could have been, but I think we brought Scott on here because in in all, all of our last decade plus of friendship, Scott, you've been an avid uh, Lego maniac. Is, is there like a weird name for Lego people that like are you are there like Lego that. fans? There's one thing that Lager. there's one thing that the real <laughs> Lego nerds like to uh, like like to point out very smugly, and I'm going to point it out, but then I'm not going to um, abide by it. And it's that Lego is the brand, and plural of Lego is Lego. There aren't Legos. There's Lego bricks. Okay. That's how you pluralize it. And you can say Lego as singular or plural. It means like to play good something. It's Danish. I don't know. Oh, so the verb is Lego too? If I want to build, I Lego? I don't know about that. That's that's for the- That's a bridge too far, Jeff. That's, oh, that's for waffles. <laughs> well, you know what might be a bridge too far is the fact that as Scott's opposition, Richard and Michael must unite the- uh, combat they're normally mortally locked in has to go away and they're going to call a new year's day truce we have to put our two pieces together and try to build on something and listen oh, unfortunately so one of us has a lego and the other is like a duplo <laughs> <laughs> one of them's blocko it's unaffiliated with lego that's a terrible Simpsons well, joke. I, I, yeah. it's been, listen listen it's been difficult for the past couple weeks like us trying to figure out what exactly we're gonna they've been fighting it's yeah been a, a hair pulling I, I would say half the time you guys agree anyway so this <laughs> it's actually true yeah, yeah wait a second it shouldn't have be been that, that difficult yeah. so you guys have uh our we're home field advantage so let's give scott the first at bat shall we yeah the first so. one uh these are these is a flawed list because lego is perfect this is a flawed podcast legos are <laughs> yeah, it perfect fits right in so um i'm gonna start easy with Lincoln Logs. Also on also our list. On our I list. figured. Yeah. They're old, and then I used the abbreviation AF in case you can't cuss. Because they use that on we Snapchat. Can we can old cuss. AF. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just say that. Okay. Lincoln Logs are old AF. Uh, they're lots and of, futuristic. And futuristic. I, I know, because they're still around. Uh, they're lots of fun. That was one of the things I liked about them. Uh, everything looks like a fort, though, more or less. That's what you get. Yeah. You get a fort. And I have a guy at work who pronounces the word fart that way. And so I can't say. Uh, how does he pronounce robot? They're called the Irish. <laughs> it's probably robot. Uh. He is, he is, he is uh, the opposite of Irish. Um, and the other thing I like about Lincoln Logs is that you can make a cool-ass catapult if you take a roof tile and you lay it across a one by zero, you know, a, yeah. one, a little nubbin, and you just 
you bang on it like a seesaw and you can uh, shoot uh, you can shoot things at people like so, your neighbor Jason Adams who showed his butt to your sister <laughs> <laughs> all, all the enemy combatants in our show today are fathers or fathers to be and Scott will any of your choices be influenced by your son no in fact one of the ones that I chose is a choking hazard <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I, I, I headlined for a weekend at Choking Hazard <laughs> in Fayetteville. <laughs> so, I, I, I like Lincoln Logs. When I was a kid, we had them. And I, I think my dad would actually make Lincoln Logs for us. Like if we'd lost pieces, he would like so actually rustic. make them. Yeah, of course. So that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And I remember what I did with him as a kid is you would make the fort or the cowboy house or Your the... Your dad sounds pretty lazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and, and I would actually take my Hot Wheels and then have crashed them into the, lake, the, the house to see if you could take the house down. They're great because they kind of... They harken back to this weird idealistic version of America yeah. that was actually probably really fucking horrible yeah. <laughs> was like oh, oh yeah. we lived on the front year uh, on the frontier and lived in a you know log a log cabin, cabin and yeah. uh abraham lincoln was born in a log cabin is like uh, also you died of dysentery yeah. out there and it and yeah. it was really effing you'll, terrible you'll notice, it was dark yeah you'll notice that abraham <laughs> that lincoln it. got the fuck out of his lincoln log house as he, soon moved, as he, he moved could. on up to a bigger house big city light one do you um, feel when you go to the frontier land at disneyland that you're kind of like oh yeah this is lincoln log Land. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Or Little House in the Prairie. Without yeah. the horse. I, I can see Lincoln Logs being popular in the 50s when there were 10 different primetime Western shows on TV. Sure. Yeah. Do you, Rick, very Rick good Bar- for cowboys and Indians, yeah. Uh, not to take it on a tangent, but do you think that folks in the 50s, uh, it's an election year, so I think of these things. When folks in the 50s hearken back to the good old days when things were better, do you think like people now kind of go to the 50s. Do you think people like in the, the 50s 20s were like, when heroin oh, was legal? Yeah, <laughs> remember the 1880s? Remember the Great Depression? Those were the days. <laughs> That's um, for another time. I'm yeah. sorry. So, um, did you guys, I did a little research on this as I'm watching. I was to do. waiting. It's champing at the bit. Uh, no, it's, uh, you guys know who invented these? John Lloyd Wright. Abraham Lincoln. Frank Lloyd Wright. No, it's Frank. It's John Lloyd Wright. That's what I said. No, I, I didn't hear you because I'm, okay. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> is that his brother? <laughs> yeah, it was his son. Oh, wow. Um, and they apparently were invented. Uh, he was living in Japan with his father while his dad was uh, doing the Imperial Ho- Imperial Hotel in Tokyo, and the actual foundation was made with interlocking log beams. So that's where he got the idea for it. Hmm. I think it's nice. amazing. Frank Lloyd Wright was a pioneering architect who dispensed with much of the boxy shape of of houses, although he did create architecture that was involved in, like on the prairie, in, in association with the natural environment around it. But what an idiot his son was to just take these sticks and stack them <laughs> right. on top of each other. You proud of me, Dad? You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're idiotic AF. Okay, guys. Uh, Scott came out strong. What's your first choice? Yeah, um, I guess our next one is, you know, we kind of, we first started thinking about, like, what what does Lego do well? And you can build uh, anything, basically. But it's a set piece. And we're thinking, well, what about the, like, you know, uh, Lego has like an engineering aspect of it too, with like a technics technics yeah. brand. Yep. Yeah. But um, we're like, ah, let's still kind of stay away from the Lego branding side. So we started working on um, we started thinking about connects. Okay. Which is a 
semi-erector set sort of thing. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a Tinker Toys, um, but for a new generation. Scott really wanted to make a comment after I said semi-erector. <laughs> I uh, saw the light in his eyes. Letting others speak is an important part of podcasting, and I'm, I'm not going to helps. Not, Helps with, with, what what yeah. did you dig Every about? idiot thought uh, I had. What, what brought you to Connects? Well, they're pretty interesting in that they kind of allow for a more diverse set of building. You can build anything from – well, like, like they're very imaginative. Like right. as, as long as you have the right piece. I guess Legos are too, but they're, they're very structure-based. You can build a, a building or you can build another building or a – Maybe a building. Right. No, I'm kidding. You which can, which are we talking about? No, like I'm just no, I was, like, making, I was a, making a terrible. You can make a brooch, a pterodactyl. <laughs> but but with connects, you can kind of do these uh, sculpture looking things from dragons to roller coasters. Yeah, like that. Look, you know, they're the skeletal. You kind of your brain kind of fills in the pieces of they're they're very imaginative in what they can be, and you can kind of see the bones of everything. They're pretty interesting. Yeah, and then some people take like low-powered engines, like little servo engines to kind of add mechanical moving pieces to it or you can they put wheels on it. Somebody actually made a fully fully working Kinex bicycle, hmm. which I will not ride because I'm sure <laughs> the thing will break immediately. You could also make like terrible versions of dogs. <laughs> Just get really, really bad. And them. they are, I think, the spiritual um, sort of next step from Tinker Toys. Oh, it is. I, and they're not directly related, but they have that same sort of, you've got a base and then you put sticks and things into it and you kind of just yeah. expand it out from there. The Tinker. hub and spoke system. Yeah, very yeah, good. exactly. Okay, Scott, what's your second choice? Uh, my second is regular ass wood blocks. Whoa, that's pretty good. Taking it back, keeping yeah, it real. Just like wood blocks, sometimes they're an arch or a triangle, and this might be influenced by having oh. a sun. Oh, so not the blocks that have letters or numbers on them, nope. like a preschool. I, I, I thought of that as well, but uh, I like... This, is, this, no, is, a sneaky, this, this is a sneaky good choice. It's, this is actually a hipster choice. They've you probably got like, have like, <laughs> like a curated mustard in your, co- right? your cabinet at home. <laughs> it's a, something pickled that shouldn't yeah. be. Uh, yes, and I don't mean like a body part. I mean like a vegetable. So like those natural edible. wood blocks. Just as wood blocks, yeah. you get a cylinder, you can get an yeah. arch, you can get a triangle or a cone or a brick or mm-hmm. a rectangle or yeah. a cube. I think Ian Rand gave those to her kid. Too. Yeah. Surely yeah. she did. What, what, what made you choose it? Just simplicity, the imagination you need to make them fun? In the process of uh, not just searching my own history, my own brain for things I played with, but also just researching things on the internet like you do. I just, I started seeing a lot of things that were gimmicky or, or gimmicky. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the only word I need to use. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, regular wood blocks are really cool and they've been around forever. And I really think they're, um, they teach a kid to be a builder. Yeah. We just, we forget them because we're old. One, one of the aspects that I remember enjoying as a kid building things was destroying things and regular wood blocks were great for running a car into super like smashing easy. a hot wheels into or i think one one thing when we do discuss lego the i almost feel like the lego is this faith or spirituality uh, that relies a lot on the individual's um, desire to believe in something and use their imagination to kind of fill in the blanks is it like the force it's like <laughs> the force that flows uh, around us and through us but then Lego company also introduces Bionicle, Ninjago, like yeah. whatever, all these different things. And it feels they like... They started branding themselves. Yeah, it feels like these, a lot. these things 
don't kind of almost betray the fundamentals of the actual religion. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. What yeah. I like, what I liked about what both of you guys just said was that would like, it's always it's always okay to knock over some building blocks. It's yeah. always okay to to knock over the makeshift castle that you built in yeah. five minutes as as a three year old or two year old. Mm -hmm. uh, with Legos, though, like I know Scott, you've done a ton of work and like. It takes a long time, especially if you're like researching something that if you're building like a replica of oh, yeah. another thing that exists a in reality or a building or, or something. They, I'm yeah. sure that by the end you're like, okay, this is done. This is perfect. And then the idea of that just all and of a sudden smashing or crashing be like, I spent uh, 40 hours building this thing. Right. And you become that guy from Toy Story that doesn't take things out of the box. I have a replica of um, a skyscraper at home of the power and light building from Kansas City, oh, in cool. fact. And I'll show you later. Yeah. It's on Flickr somewhere. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been built since 2005 and it's not going anywhere because I'm like, it's a power and light building. Yeah. It took forever. It looks good. And yeah, you can't touch it. When toy becomes sculpture. Yeah. And that's, art. Yeah. That's what it did. Yeah. Yeah. The... Uh, also, I was thinking about the destruction that you can wreak on regular building blocks or even something somebody else builds. It also reminds, reminds me of my first uh, competitive jealousy as a kid, like seeing the uh, other kindergartner who was f fucking kick-ass at building shit and deciding I needed to, like Godzilla, stomp the crap out of their handiwork. So that's it's, it's too much sharing. Sorry, guys. No, that's that's an interesting glimpse yeah. into the psyche. I'm sure it's matured by now. Yeah. And you know that you can both be successful without tearing down another, Jeff. Awkward silence, self-searching. All right, it's halftime. Uh, this is the Mount Rushmore podcast, in case you just stumbled upon a random podcast and started listening. And we are going to ask you to join us in the dialogue. So we talk about stuff uh, Michael and Richard do. This episode, we've got Scott joining us, but you can join the dialogue on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, by letting us know what you think of the current and past episodes by going onto iTunes and downloading, rating, and reviewing episodes. We would love to have your voice. You know, you can help us build the blocks of this podcast by lending your voice as, as far as a review and sharing this podcast with friends. Maybe post an episode out on Facebook. That would be righteous if you did that. And yeah, if you do want to suggest a topic for a future discussion, you could even send in your choices about what you think of the top four of that discussion. That would be pretty cool. So we are back, and our guest Scott Jones is going to let us know what his third choice is. My third choice is also flawed. It's called Pixel Blocks, mm. and they're, they're, they're marketed as translucent building blocks. And the thing I like about these is uh, they're they're like they sound. They're like pixels. You can make flat 2D kind of 8-bit art. Like if you want to make Mega Man or Mario or whatever flat, translucent, you can light it from behind. It's it's the kind of thing you'd see in like a, a comic store in uh, Little Tokyo or something, <laughs> like in the window. And they're a lot of fun. Uh, I like that in addition to that, you can attach them on top of each other or beside each other. So you can build buildings and sculptures and things with them. It's just that the the mechanism, the way they stick together is really challenging sometimes to get them unstuck or restuck. And it can take a long time to build something big, but they're really cool. They're really colorful. They're pretty. Uh, I, I like pixel blocks for my third choice. Are those kind of like a real world version of Minecraft? 
Kind of. Where I um, mean, I've I I I know that you've played a little bit, or you've been involved a little bit, but I've I've oh, yeah. I don't know what it is technically. Minecraft. I have an idea, but I just I. It's it's super fun. Minecraft is super fun. From what I can tell you from Vivian, who is obsessed with Minecraft, it's basically something where you go on YouTube and watch other people play it, and <laughs> oh. then you never actually play it yourself. There is uh, there's a video we can talk later. Uh, Minecraft, the floating diarrhea butt, is the coolest thing you can build in Minecraft, apparently. <laughs> and it's on YouTube, and it's great. They know their market. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, this is fan created. I've never seen Pixel before, though. Um, I, I like the, the idea, like the way you described it in terms of them turning into almost, you know, like 2D art pieces. I thought oh, that yeah. sounds pretty interesting. Um, how much are those? I mean, because I, I, I assume that if they're so small, they're, rel- they're relatively inexpensive. They unless are. They're, it's the exact opposite. The, yeah, they're like tippy or pinky kind of size each brick. And that's the thing. There's no like two by four brick. It's just the one by one. They're all like a pixel. But from what I remember, if they still make them, they come in a, a, a little, um, I'd say like a cup, if you were measuring in the kitchen, like a cup of, of one color of blocks. Uh, I don't know what that costs, but that's kind Here of- Here we go. I'm looking right now. There is a, a 12, uh, 1200 block set for $39. That's not bad. No, it's not too bad at all. No, that sounds pretty good. All right, uh, Richard and Michael, I know it's been tough for you guys to agree on choices, but what's your third? Uh, our third one is uh, kind of, it's slightly different. It's a Brio toy train tracks. Oh, yeah. The wooden toy train. Played with that yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Where, you know, we started thinking about construction and it's not just building up and building out and building things. It's like these, you're, you're, you're building like with, this, with the toy trains, you're you can build an almost infinite size train track that can do you can do everything from doing you know just an oval to big loops and big uh, uh, you know thing uh, bridges that go over and under and you know I think all of us played with toy trains, magnetic toy trains growing up oh, in some version. Sure, absolutely. I played with them in the last four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was not mine, but yes. And I, I like great. the I like the expandability and the construction of them as as a building toy. And they feel solid, right? Like mm-hmm. they're they're you feel like you're actually playing with something, and it's fun because the kids can make up their own games. It's kind of a draws their imagination and kind of storytelling into it. It also takes off an important uh, block for these things, which is it takes up three quarters of your living room and eventually means that you'll have no space. That's done. Yeah, yeah, I I like this one a lot. Also, one of the challenges is it's all been, all the Brio stuff, I feel like, has been replaced with this Thomas the Tank Engine bull crap. F that guy. Yeah. Um, It's the same brand though, though, right? I don't know. I know that they sort of, I think they work together. I, I don't know if it's the same brand or not. It may be. The same gauge. As they say in railroad. Thank you. Um, I yeah, and then Thomas is weird. Thomas is a train with a face. Yeah. Thomas is terrifying. What's so? Why why does he need a conductor? He's maximum overdrive. Why does he need a conductor? He doesn't. It's what do the conductors do? That's got to be the easiest job in uh in uh in in the land. That's like that Eddie Murphy movie where there's another Eddie Murphy living inside of his own head. Oh. You don't need that. <laughs> I don't. Nobody needs it. Nobody no. needs as Eddie Murphy kid, inside their own head. As heads. a kid, I think I discovered Brio after Star Wars and after a lot of um, my play patterns were influenced by movies and things like that. And the the very Swedish 
<laughs> layout of of Brio. I even as a kid, I remember this feels like it's from another country or something. That's what like I thought that. a Playmobil. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're the same. But oh yeah, no, they're they're separate. I did feel oh. as a kid like this is like uh, my aunt Linda's rice cakes, it's like something that doesn't have enough flavor, but I think it's good for you. Yeah, right. So <laughs> absolutely, I, I, just some there's something that was almost uh, m- maybe the lack of overt stimuli that invites you to be an imaginative kid as opposed to have your. Uh, all, all the storytelling f- for you, for you, yeah. <laughs> but and, I do remember yawning the first time I ever used a Brio set. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I think it does put you on that important path down to being a model train person. Oh yeah, for just just to make sure you never get laid. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of those conventions came through a hotel I worked at once, and I can, I can a model vouch. train convention. Yeah. Train oh boy, and I can. Uh, we had it was a great. It was the Marriott in Kansas City. And it was on Twelfth uh, Street. Which, Not the one that fell, right? No, no, that was the Hyatt. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. But this was, but one one side you had a great view of, of of like downtown and the skyline and things like that. The other, you had the river, but also where the rail yard, which yeah. nobody ever requested that side unless the train convention was in town and oh, they God. wanted to watch some coupling. Yeah. And some, <laughs> and I don't know. Can you imagine the prostitutes at the working that convention? Like, <laughs> I gotta wear what? Yeah. You want you to blow your whistle? All right. Whatever whatever you get me $45 from. Yeah. Scott, uh, you are about to register your fourth choice, and that is what? I am. It's Minecraft. Oh. There we go. There we yeah. go. Okay. Ooh. I didn't want Controversial. To uh, under my notes for Minecraft, first thing I wrote was controversial. There you I go. know. So <laughs> wow, okay. I, it's literally right there in print. So yeah, it is. It is a bit controversial because it's virtual. Uh, and in a way, you can kind of build anything you want. But Minecraft, I think a lot of people agree that you got to play it in survival mode, where you've got to actually have your little guy go into caves, dig up the stuff, chop down the trees to build the houses and the castles and all the crap that you want, while zombies and creepers try to kill you and blow up your house. Wow, I never oh, heard I, of this. Yeah, me neither. It's I, like Minecraft is like a game where you're playing with blocks at the daycare center, and there's kids that when it gets dark, they come out and they try to wreck your shit. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's part of it. That's weird because I thought Hitler wrote Minecraft. Did he? <laughs> Did he? This is the sequel. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's deep. That sounds exciting. That's a no, mode. just because you that's dig. A mode. Yeah, yeah. It's My, Minecraft, more like Minecraft, right, right, guys? Oh man, that's a high five. That's not being returned <laughs> even by his teammate. <laughs> so where where did you have you played it? Oh, have I? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I've had I've had like four different towns. Uh, I play the 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 online fans would make fun of me because uh, people play it on a PC. Uh, online and I play it on the PlayStation and I am okay. on the offline mode. So I'm playing all by myself. There's no other people. I don't have teammates. I don't have any any of the. I don't go as deep as a lot of the players do, but uh, the game itself still is very deep. You can play it forever. What I find interesting about this pick or Minecraft in general is the one little thing I do know is from Reddit when people post like the amazing things you can do within Minecraft in the game that's not just about building a village or whatever. It's like, uh, they've built a working computer with like on off, yeah. like you just, you can compute through yes. the game it's to a level physics. that like it's, I think all of these building blocks that we've talked about, whether it's been the, the basics of Lego up into like technics and things that are like gear based mm-hmm. all have like these weird elements of real life in terms mm-hmm. of physics and yeah. Minecraft is seems to just take it to like the next level. It's like, it does. Uh, it's a working computer within the computer that can do 
amazing things. And people do that. It's that's that's the 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 various levels of it is you can go off and kill monsters. There is an end to the game where you try to find a dragon. But if you're like me, you just like build houses. Yeah, because you've got creative mode, and yeah. then you've got survival mode, well, which I is where you in, have shit coming after you. You do, but I do it in survival mode. Like I found out things that uh, there's there's things in the game that don't work like real life. Like if you go to the bottom of the lake and you start building stuff, and then you go and dig into that thing that you built, there's no more water in there. So essentially you can build these underwater cities and that's oh. how you clear out the water. Uh, th- but but also the people that are making these computers, there's, there's yeah, there are kind of engineering things you can do in the game that I don't understand or even try to understand, but some is there, people love it. Is there like a sort of god of the game in terms of like so there so there's a world and you're digging into it and unearthing whatever yeah. is there someone that's like that has decided like there is x amount of water or x amount of diamonds or whatever x amount of all this that's or is it just infinite can you always dig I, deeper and there's whatever? there's a bedrock level where you can't go any further mm. uh, so yeah it is finite but it's such a big finite you know that that's you can't that's where the lizard people that actually rule uh, the world right. that's them. the bedrock that are controlling all of society. That's right. Yeah. All right. The reptilians. What is the relationship? Now, we had an episode recently where people who are trapped in something, and my first uh, inspiration for that was the Chilean miners. I can imagine if they were given an opportunity to play the game Minecraft, would they just like just throw up the controller in disgust? <laughs> Have like a PTSD sort of like like situation. The, is there actual mining in this? Oh, game? there's yeah. a ton okay. of it. You go okay. underground and you get lost constantly. Uh, the cool thing about this, though, is if you really want to get out and you haven't broken all your tools, you can just keep digging and then putting a block under yourself and jumping on it and digging. And it's a little less difficult than it sounds, but you can just dig yourself straight back up to the surface. And about six times out of 10, you dig yourself into the ocean and then you're stuck anyway. But, but yeah, you, it's, it's easier to get out. And, if and you, you ha- can, you can breed animals. You can. Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you done any uh, animal husbandry? <laughs> husbandry. It sounds like Blade Runner or you something trick crazy. You give them a carrot and they follow you and then you put them in a pen and they bang and you get more of them. They don't show the banging, but you get more sheep and more wow. cows and more anything. And you can also like trap them forever, like inside like a, a like a, if you build the walls too high, yeah, which is what, what Vivian does sometimes, which is a little concerning. I but. feel bad. I can't. <laughs> you can play the game. I think I've tried to play the game as a vegan in, in, at times too. Oh, really? Because I think, well, I don't care what this meat tastes like, so I'll just eat vegetables. But then vegetables. But then um, <laughs> it's Dr. Steve Brewer for your health. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. but the meat the meat like you were talking about in a previous episode uh, will um, heal you faster. So you're so. saying th- you're saying there is a safe space for Morrissey in within <laughs> Minecraft. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I think he could do it. I think about it more often than I should. <laughs> okay. Uh, your fourth choice, uh, Mitchard and Reichel. I go. I'll go ahead and take this one since I I, I was primarily advocating for it. He beat he beat me with uh, <laughs> train, wooden train with tracks a connect, with a connector set <laughs> with a Hot um, Wheels track. Um, it is marble runs. So these are where you can set up. Oh yeah, like ve- a roller coaster. Yeah, very yeah. extensive. These nice like like Scott said, almost like roller coasters, and they're all gravity based. So you start off, you build sort of these tracks that are they can get several feet high, and they can go. You know, hundreds of feet if you want them to. Ah, the and, Amish Minecraft. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are great. And they're just, you know, you can build them to race. 
You can do set up races on it. Um, you can just set it up more as a almost like a Rube Goldbergian sort of start off with the marble and then it hits the paddle and the paddle wheel spins oh, cool. and then something else happens. And it's these have become really popular in the last couple of years, I know. And partially because there's a a guy on YouTube, and you may have seen this. That's it if it's popular. All, yeah, it's it's you don't even if you say it's become popular, you don't have to say. say it's oh, on there's YouTube. a thing on YouTube. I'm like, that's why. That's we why, already of course. Know. There was yeah. he he actually does these marble races. Um, he sometimes will use the actual devices and the whole built tracks, but also he'll just do it like on a beach, like a dune or something. And he's got a fairly professional sounding announcer. Yeah. And they'll film it, and it's filmed almost like a horse race. Yes. So you see the, the the marbles going all the way through, and they each have names. And they recently did a marble Olympics. So like multiple camera angles and everything. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's it's like really professionally done. And it is – I am so disappointed in myself that I find I, – I, I can spend uh, <laughs> hours – watching fucking marbles yeah. racing against each other and you start getting like personally attached to them because like he'll do like a, a whole tournament of like 10, 10 races and they yeah. get points. Oh love, my God. Uh, when you discover the marbles started juicing and it's disqualified. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I love that you're Thomas the Trank Engine. Who's that freak? I like marbles. <laughs> <laughs> Give me marbles any day. Oh, that sounds cool. So uh, this is the point right where... Oh yeah, that's great. This sounds great. That's one of those toys I, I always wanted but never got. Like I always saw it and I'm like ah, you can build the thing and you can make the roller coaster and then uh -huh. I never got it yeah for whatever reason they're also they're also horrible to step on <laughs> uh, all of these toys seem like they were like except for Minecraft maybe instantly embeddable in feet yeah and like just a, an injury yeah. yeah it seems like the uh, light bright peg I remember <laughs> piercing skin or marbles <laughs> which you put enough of them on the floor you go skating around <laughs> like in a cartoon oh yeah yeah until you fall yeah, yeah. With, a, with like a snare drum or a sound yeah right I saw a uh, like an indie wrestling video uh, pretty recently where um, they brought out uh, this bag of Legos to the center of the ring. Oh, I saw this. And yeah. everyone started like booing and like, you know, like, oh my God. And like, you know, he picked him up and slammed him down on the Legos on his back. This he, you is know, he, hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just one of those uh, just overselling and silly. It was That's actually fun. at a PWG. Oh, those guys are good. Yeah. I love yeah. that we began and ended with Legos, but we're not uh, quite over yet. This is the a penultimate moment where I say what my choice is, and I'm going to do re really quick, and that is Habitrail, one of the only uh, uh, building materials that you can actually <laughs> run a rodent through. So so, <laughs> as a kid, I had a Habitrail, and uh, it quickly be just became just the stinkiest thing yeah. in that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it keeps your, your hamster, your gerbil, and their shit inside of it. But it was always cool to see it kind of crawling along my wall and know I was kind of building a a community for somebody to live pre-Sims, uh, pre-whatever. But uh, that was one of my favorite things as a kid, that uh, habit trail. So uh, this is the moment. Uh, Scott is our guest, and we want to applaud him for joining us and thank him for uh, having his very considered list of four. They were Lincoln Logs, regular old building blocks, pixel blocks, and Minecraft. Uh, were those choices enough to best Michael and Richard? Fuck yeah, they were. Uh, especially, I like the way Scott really stuck to his um, um, stuck to his profession. Scott uh, is a, a filmmaker, video producer type of uh, image creator, 
And as such, he deals with pixels and blocks and things all the time. So I think it was neat that uh, he has that in his blood, in his sensibility, uh, an approach that involves these kind of blocks in regular building blocks, pixel blocks, Minecraft, uh, but using them as components for creating wonderful things that tell stories. You can engage uh, your imagination and and you can be a creator with. So, well, thanks. So that's, great that's, job, that's Scott really, Jones. Thank you. Um, but the schmoes, uh, Richard and Michael, I think should be applauded for actually teaming up together. Heck Very yeah. difficult. We're done, right? Jeez. We don't have to do this like this anymore? This is the first time we've teamed up like this, and it's been terrifying. Torture. What was so weird is they were at odds until somebody said Martha, and then all of a sudden they were instantly on the same team. Uh, Richard and Michael, who teamed up this time, chose Connects, Lincoln Logs, uh, Brio, and Marble Runs. So that was uh, super cool that they chose those, but they lost. Um, they is Individuals have won and lost, but they together teamed up. They can't do a damn thing together, it seems. Uh, Scott Jones is on Twitter at at Ruckus Jones, R-U-C-K-U-S Jones, and he's a funny guy, and he posts videos and stories and things from time to time, so follow him. And you can follow us on Mount, at Mount Rushmore Pod and on our Facebook. Just Google Mount Rushmore Podcast. Yeah, there's no us. question mark in the handle. It's just I, at I Mount a, Rushmore Pod, no I, question yeah, mark. Yeah, I'm using moronic interrogative, That's okay. which is the upward inflection. Yeah. Uh, this has been the Mount Rushmore Podcast. I have been Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. I'm Scott. This is Jeff from the Mount Rushmore Podcast inviting you to check out the Poorly Summarized Podcast. Why? Because it's awesome. Another why is that Richard and Michael from our podcast will be guesting on an upcoming episode. So please go check out the Poorly Summarized Podcast. You'll be glad you did.